Testing. Testing. Hello, my lovey doveys. This is your Marianne Magpie, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Ginger Owl podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about reading my lips. All new taxes. If you've run out of tar and feathers, you could try covering me in chocolate and tinfoil. I'm used to it by now because I've always been kissed. Always been kissed by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Davy had heard stories of nerds or shy girls who had never been kissed, and he wanted to punch all of those people in the faces. Davy wished he had never been kissed. His was the opposite problem. He had always been kissed. He had been bred for such a full set of vivacious lips that people had been kissing him since the day he was born and had never stopped. Life was horrible for poor Davy, especially when he was left alone with his grandparents. He breathed through his nose most of the time, but had to push people off of him when he had a cold and his nose was stopped up. And being kissed by everybody and his brother-in-law, Davy caught an awful lot of colds. And that wasn't all he caught, especially when people with braces kissed him and tore his lip open or those rats chew kissed him that one time. His blood was stuffed full of disease. Because of this, Davy was a regular down at the pharmacy. So regular, he and the farm pharmacist had swapped chewing gum several times and he had cleaned them out of Neosporin. Davy had no choice but to resort to Paleosporin. That would be fine if he had caveman herpes or something, but it didn't quite cut it in this day and age. The worst part about it was that all the product had expired 35,000 years ago. That and the tube was made out of stone and therefore highly squeeze resistant. One day, while he was brushing his teeth and his mother's teeth at the same time with the same toothbrush, it occurred to him that if he could somehow have his lips removed, all of his problems would be solved. Except for maybe whistling or blowing up balloons, but he could live with that. He went to see his local lip doctor, also known as a labiologist, and after making out with the receptionist and everyone in the waiting room for 45 minutes after his appointment time, he was finally able to make out with the doctor. Davy didn't speak a lot because people took it as an invitation to stick their tongues in his mouth, but this time he did grab a prescription pad and write a request for the doctor to remove his lips. The doctor refused, writing it would be a crime against nature to destroy such a sweet mouth border. Davy wrote that the doctor was welcome to keep the lips once removed and attach them to whatever he wanted and kiss them all day long. He could make out with a lampshade or a shoe or make French toast finally live up to its name. After considering this, the doctor reached for a scalpel and immediately cut off Davy's lips. Davy found this rather unprofessional and unbelievably painful, but for the first time in his life, no one was kissing him and that was worth it. The doctor sewed Davy's lips directly onto his own so he'd never have to stop kissing them. Looking like they did, no one else was ever going to be kissing these two guys anyway. Peering into a mirror, Davy nearly scared the shit out of himself and quickly grabbed a nearby surgical mask to cover up so he could leave without making people scream. Then he realized he could have donned a surgical mask in the first place and avoided all of this. He shouted damn it at the top of his lungs, but without lips to make the M sound, no one understood him anyway. Then he drooled all over himself. If this story locked lips with you, you can smooch it and other dental curtains at the UR lick of the Suzy Chapstick, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Stumble electrifyingly down the comments for this post or may email me and we'll dress up like the shoveler for Halloween at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or float on down to the Thanksgiving Day Parade one month later at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we're hip deep in comic book nirvana, the SF and SF signal stands for Solomon Fundy, the comic book supervillain who is a gigantic zombie fundamentalist. Unfortunately, comic readers 
readers who love action will be unbelievably disappointed as Solomon is a fundamentalist Buddhist and just sits around and meditates all the time. Even Aquaman can beat him. Twitter, your remitter that we should all be forgiven for following me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Me most of all because I need to stop following myself. I'm like a dog chasing its tail, only instead of a tail it's the end of my belt and my pants are down around my ankles. I can't believe people are still inviting me to their weddings. Subscribe through the Get the Mango button where four bucks a month gets you four extra shows every two months. That's like getting one fifteenth of a show every day. Man, that sounds pretty sweet from my end. I'd only have to write and record one sentence every eight hours. Hell, why didn't I think of this before? This podcast bolts alarmingly from the gate at the Greyhound track and causes an eight-dog pileup in the left lane, stopping counterclockwise traffic until the police dogs can sort things out while the dog owners pray it was just a Fido bender or a flat paw, or at the very worst, a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Until love pushes us down where we belong, this contains the vague fruity scent of Matthew Sanborn's myth, reminding you the only thing we have to fear is the clown on the old light bright box. Good night. <laughs>